can we talk? We can talk. Direct communication for my lovely IHP community. Those of you who are functional adults, 5D mystics in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, we like to come together. And when somebody says, can we talk? We say yes. The ones who do not say yes, obviously, they're not into the functional adult love language. And they're not, in fact, integrated minds. Integration of the mind, integrated brains, is when you have all hands on deck. And the default mode network is downregulated, so your body, brain, you, the human being you, is not scanning others in the self to see if you can turn on your ventral vagal nervous system or not. So you're always on as a social engagement system, and this is person in compassion, my Zen masters. This is who I'm talking to, this is who I cater to, this is who we support each other, and this is why we talk about direct communication Everything in relationship to IHP content is for the ability of you to be yourself as the adult version. So the science is catching up with the spirituality and I am a 5D mystic. I use the word mystic not because I like to label myself but because it incorporates all of the different channeling, all of the different tools that are part of the journey and that are part of also the content. Sometimes we have universal love transmission sessions. I'm a Reiki master. Sometimes we have the tarot cards and oracle cards, and I love that. I have some plans, paid subscription-based model content for those of you who need or want uh, support, questions, uh, any aspect on your lovely oversoul to inflame light workers' life, and not because others are not light. We are all light. Let me get right to it, because this is an extra episode as our lovely 8-8 is coming about. So can we talk? Of course we can. We can talk. Direct communication, though, isn't always going to be direct. For those of you who are 5D mystics and Zen masters, we actually are safe havens and secure bases. So we don't need people in our life and people don't need us, except for those who are adaptive children who are looking for their idealized parent and other people. And that's when they find themselves in partnerships that are actual just projections of ideas. And what happens when a person actually is navigating life from an insecure and immature emotional space is not something that we're going to talk about right now. But all I can tell you is Maya land crumbles at some point. And that's always because even if they repeat karma cycles, those are the 4D, 3D planes, and that's people who think they know everything or they just want to see the past come back to life. So their direct communication is very clear and we usually know exactly how to engage. And who's we? Again, the Zen masters. So we will be people that hold space. And we're also people that don't uh, strategize. We're present. So we don't assume to know anything about what you're saying. We hear. We're present and we attune. The integrated mind, again, has a physiological state of compassion for the human being hosting that brain. That would be you. If you can do it. If you can't, the inner growth mindset gets you to start working towards it and then we do have more episodes and again there are plans for the functional adult love language and other aspects for the youtube channel i really really look forward to getting videos at some point so if it won't be through youtube i'm thinking about content and how to cater that and organize it back to us i want to read something and that way we can move into the part of how nothing is set in stone 
Oh, and Purusha Prakriti. That's my 5D mystics in the Enlightenment Soul Age group. So if you're here, you're tuning in to Peer, welcome aboard. Please reach out to me. Maybe we can have a conversation. You know your Purusha if you're aware of everything with unconditional love. Humanity is great. Nobody needs fixing. We reorganize. This is what it's called to evolve. Humanly speaking, you've not separated from consciousness, which means you are pure. Not because you're clean, because you love all. You have the pink tainted glasses. And anytime somebody presents you something, you don't think of it as broken. You hear, you're present, you're not assuming shit, you're at zero in your prefrontal cortex. Of course, you have memory, so you do know you have the past with you, and we all have had charged states, so our kids can wake up anytime when it happens. Uh, It's because of aspects that we will address and say, we're sorry, so, so sorry that I lost it. I really don't like When it has happened a few times, I have always apologized because we don't like to get into any type of argument with anyone. doesn't matter who they are, twin flame, soulmate. We are not uh, fond of it. The only times we don't actually say we're sorry is when, let me think, we've been directly addressed with a specific tone. And I will use an example, which was one of the ones that the guy, Patrick, who talks about the inner child and the adaptive child projecting their villain parents onto another human being. So when a person has their idea, or it might not be parents, they can think a whole bunch of people are villains. They're their entire opposite political, and they will want to then project upon you that you're a villain because you're on the opposing political party, for example. So when an adaptive child wants to project their own dislike upon another human being, but they find in front of them a Zen master, meaning a person who's mature, emotionally, functional adult, that means you're kind inside. It means you're pure consciousness, purusha prakriti, pure energy. You're not assuming shit. You're hearing the words that are coming out of the mouth and the energy and all of it. You're in complete and not control, mastery, excuse me, of your mental, emotional, and physical plane. So you're addressing someone with a great softness, which is what triggers people who are pissy even more because they don't know how to be here because they don't know how to be safe in their own body. It's a very sad thing. It's a very sad thing when you meet people who actually think that as they get into their sympathetic that they actually are representing something to another person who's not in the sympathetic. What we learn to do is actually to work with our nervous system as those people are getting into it. So long story short, when we're addressed in specific ways, for example, uh, we're having and pointing out things that are important to us. And somebody wants to make it seem like we're making a big deal out of nothing. But the reality is we're not making a big deal out of nothing. Because if I write you and you take, I don't know, seven days to read what I write you, and then you don't actually even engage with me, and then I write you again, and then I wait another seven days, and I'm actually trying to get you to reply to me. Now, some people would say, you can call. Okay, I call, and you don't answer. Okay, by the fourth time, and I'm again addressing, and this is not just some stranger, consistent relationship, might I add, Okay, by the fourth time, and I know people love to use the word ghosting. I don't use that word, and if you're an adult, you're not going to use a word with a person. Only the adaptive children use words like that with each other, and they're, ah, you're ghosting me. That sounds like a teenage party, and we don't do teenage parties, so we're not going to be like, let me point a finger at you. 
we're going to very straightforwardly speak our thoughts, however it comes out, and we'll do our best, of course, to present what we're thinking and what's going on and our great, great emotional moments as well. And by that point, if we're addressed in a way of you're making a big deal out of nothing, uh, you better bet that that's the minute the Zen master comes out. So that is something very specific and it does not involve shaming, blaming, faulting or revenging. And what is even more so is that these individuals, because you know, we're all nervous systems, we all know our two-year-old and a two-year-old that's been being, let's just say, not very consistently playful in a way that takes into consideration another person's emotions is going to notice. So what usually happens, in fact, this is always fascinating, is those two-year-olds eventually feel a sense of guilt or shame, which we don't really address either because here's where causal betrayal, we don't even use those words, that's indirect. All of these indirect communication, what you can call them are insecure attachment styles. So whether it be disconnected, whether it be preoccupied, or whether it be the fearful avoidant, in all of these cases, the Zen master is none of these. We are what is called secure attachment style, which means we are functional adults. And our love language is not going to be shaming, blaming, faulting, or avenging. Our direct communication will be exactly what we will have gathered. We're able to communicate to what is a two-year-old that is not even aware of being a person who obviously should address in a very specific way what took place once they realize, huh, I think maybe, maybe I hurt somebody's feelings that I love. So if you can't do that as a grown-up, the grown-ups know that what that means. It means that you don't know how to be a grown-up in relationships, which means if you did care, you can learn from Terry Real about mindful relationships and how to be a grown-up because the Zen masters, we do not create adaptive children relationships. I am not your parent. You are not my parent. And we will not be telling you how to be polite to each other. That is not our job. You can learn that from the therapist that can then work with you on. And again, very seriously and with all my hat on, there's a lot of people that they do good therapy and it's great to hear them talking about how not to use their adaptive child upon other people. It's not great to see when people are using gaslighting, ghosting, and a lot of other labels because they don't know what they're talking about. And if they did, they wouldn't be doing what they're doing out there. They wouldn't be using labels to label each other. So all of our relationships, they are very much for the functional adult, direct communication. That does not mean that you're talking to adults. It means that you, the people tuning in here, are curious about this experience of we can talk when direct communication, functional adults, 5D mystics, enlightenment peeps come together. So these people know that nothing is set in stone, not even twin flames. In fact, we know this for sure because twin flame or flames or soulmates, they are part of our oversoul, but they're in a human being's body. That means they have a human being's story and they got a beautiful personality. And we love to see their personalities shine and we love to hear their stories. That's if they are present and if they attune with us. If they attune, then they also will resonate and then they will also be in trust, which means we are consistently communicating and enjoying, in fact, each other. So relationships that involve part are the only things we get to have any type of direct communication in because the other ones, they're not direct. In fact, there's not really communication because people who don't roar 
like a true lion's roar, they're not with the lions, meaning those of us who have the heart body aligned with our values, aligned with our physical, aligned with our energy, and aligned with our mental, so we're not in Maya land. We don't actually have anything to uh, engage in or with when we meet those who are distorting reality according to their adaptive child, which is a person who has, again, addictive slash compulsive behaviors. They're safety behaviors, trauma behaviors. We understand this, again, insecure attachment. They don't know how to feel safe in their body or with other people. And they therefore then want to idealize or vilify or rescue. We don't do filters like that. This is distortion. That's a reality that does not belong to a playground. That is somewhere where we don't know what they want, but we know that there's not clarity. And, 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 and that's because, here's the thing, they're not present. Present means you don't assume to know what I'm thinking or feeling. Excuse me. They don't have integration of the mind. They have yet to allow left and right to work equally together as the adult that they can be. So when they're assuming to re-correct, however I am trying to express something, that's not, no. It's okay. Direct communication is only taken place when we have integrated minds near each other or at the very least people who enjoy each other now we can have insecure attachment styles enjoy people who are secure attachment and we meet those usually they have direct communication so they don't lie to us they don't go in and out they don't treat us like shit and there's a lot of different ways that people who are not secure and they have an adaptive child but they don't idealize and they don't project their villains either, and they don't do the whole rescuing either. So, again, different types of people in our lovely playground. The ones that we grow with, there's appreciation. And so, there's not assuming, there's getting to know each other and appreciating each other. And in fact, there's a very consistent way that people who navigate life, some Zen masters, some not, together. It's called, wow, you're so beautiful to have in my life. Thank you. And so when we have consistent communication with hearts, and that's it, that's how you know we're building secure connections. Okay? And so those communications can be a little bit different because as I was giving you the example, the ones who do causal betrayal, we don't call it betrayal because they're not betraying anything. If a person has what is disconnected, for example, attachment style, they are overwhelmed by emotional stuff. So they can't actually tend to other people's emotional stuff. So the fact that the two-year-old comes with a guilt trip is something that intuitively is present, but it is no big deal for the person who's the Zen master because there's an understanding that you can have different love languages. So if somebody stays within their disconnected, preoccupied, or fearful avoidant attachment style, this is the real, these are attachment researchers. Of the styles is one community, then we have categories. We've talked about this. So if people don't move out of those attachment styles because they don't do personal development, they don't want to do therapy, they think they're whatever it is, it doesn't matter. The Zen masters aren't going to be like, hey, your style doesn't meet my style. I want you to change. That's children behavior. So again, if you're doing that, you're not a Zen master. You're another adaptive child who's projecting the type of person who you want a parent. What do you want? Again, as Terry Real points out, he's a therapist, mindful relationships. Any couple should go to good therapists. That way they don't have to be each other's parents and maybe one day they can become emotionally fulfilled people with each other and more. And that's our wish, hopefully, because, you know, a lot of 
people do not good therapy and writing down little stars that does not sound like any type of lion roaring relationship in my book personally but I do know some people that enjoy getting their scorecards and I just I'm 43 honestly it's not something beautiful when I see people who are controlling their emotions their body is like a rock I feel no energy Purusha Prakriti I don't see it anywhere Prakriti especially there's like there's not even a fire lit and there's no steam it's something for those who want rocks because they want to I'm not even going to go there I was going to make a joke I'm going to leave it alone let me read this thing before I forget so adaptive children and again all respect there's great therapists out there I can give you a list uh, they get to learn how to work with their adult and charge states first and then with their people as well and then maybe they'll have direct communication the ones of us who are here basically we don't get offended and so uh, somebody says fuck you we're like oh wow really why can you tell me more please I'm curious so sometimes if they mean it, we're like, wait, wait, wait. Okay, I don't want to offend you. I am curious though. Can you share with me the fuck you why? No, no. Okay, I'm leaving. I'm out because we don't want to get into any physical altercation. We do enjoy life. So there's that. Um, this thing, uh, let me read it. <laughs> the in-between. Okay, so I have a lovely, lovely deck of cards. It's called In-Between Tarot. We're going to be using it at some point, but I need to learn them enough to where I can tap in with the 5D energy for my 5D mystics because 4D has a totally different lingo. And that's because they're still working to move out of their Maya land and they might, they might not. We don't know. It's none of our business. Again, they stay in their state of consciousness. We move on into better, beautiful worlds and that's great and dandy. It's all on earth, by the way. Okay, so when people are confused and unclear they are not their own zen master because they obviously have not achieved the integration of the mind otherwise they'd be like okay what am i confused about what am i unclear about hmm, what am i feeling ah, okay the only people who have self-doubt are the same ones who have not yet become their adult self functional adults emotionally and mentally so when you're emotionally mature that's self-empowerment you don't have a doubt of where you stand on something it's very clear this is how i feel so when i gave you the example of what i gave you about the what was it? The casual betrayal. I actually, oh, that one of the stories is what I'm thinking about because that was the minute that I was happy that I was from afar <laughs> because had I had my lovely person in front of me in that moment, I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't like what I would look like, even though that's all hypothetical because I'm a four foot nine person. I don't stand a chance, but this is where the way that they chose to handle this thing uh, if there's one thing that I have as a pet peeve or one of the various things, but, um, and I'm not going to mention it, it's unnecessary to mention, but let's just put it this way. That person picked the way to address something that was just like, ah, I was all over the place with that one inside, not outside. So it was good because I got to manage that lovely energy and bring it into a space of ease. So this individual continues to write often next moves okay are already in stone this is the part that it's like yeah that's not how it works for 5d mystics or enlightenment soul age group nothing's set in stone based on our previous choices we just need to move with them now so mm, the fun part of when you are a person who knows where you're headed direct communication that gets flexible depending on if we can talk so if we have functional adults then we know we will be able to because we'll have people 
who are emotionally mature like those lions. And so we're having a good time with the fuck yous, fuck yous and hugging it out. Nobody's walking on eggshells and nobody is actually uh, in any way, shape or form just creating an unbearable situation, okay? Because it becomes quite unbearable. Although I have to say it is because we as people, pure consciousness people, the 5D people, we always see the infinite higher human consciousness potential of the people we are growing and having in our life. So we will know their pure consciousness version, okay? So we'll know what they can be as Purusha Prakriti, like the one individual that I thought about. The other, there's a couple of them. Hmm. Anyways, I won't try to focus right now because otherwise I'm going to get lost. But this, this particular individual, I'm going to pinpoint them. They have the most amazing personality. They're beautiful, 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 beautiful. And we've been lifelong, lifelong knowing each other. So they're still amazing as always. But at a certain point, they stopped moving into their expansion. They've made a choice. This isn't conscious. Here's where the choices are based on the people's idea of what life is. Okay, so I'm going to leave that one there because we don't need to address individuals. Every person, every one of you, either moves into infinite or not. And when people instead want to have a way to gauge, they're not infinite. That's all. And I get it. So I get it because most people navigate life only with that left. They need linearity. And so when they're in the unknowns, they're like, oh my God, I'm somewhere I don't know. And usually those feelings are overwhelming. Okay, so... Here's where our zero to one-year-old will have wanted to be seen and then soothed and that will have made the body feel safe and that's when you learn to self-regulate. But it's only if you have a ventral vagal nervous system. So if you're caregiver and or caregivers, if your household was safe, then you got lucky like I did and you will have a restorative embodied self and you will keep moving easily towards maintaining that unconditional love compassion beyond a reason and direct communication and you learn how to be a functional adult easier than snap and done so when we're around the adaptive children i didn't know that it was transference now i do and, and projection and objective and, and all of these and it makes a whole buttload of sense so envy jealousy spite ghosting gaslighting manipulation all these things that all these people will have done to any person throughout the years of your life you will have met at least some of these casual betrayal People saying, no, we can't talk, or yes, you're bothering me, or, you know, this teasing, all of it, all of it, all of it. And so for pure consciousness people, like for me, it's never a big deal. It still isn't a big deal. Now I know what words to use to tell people, stop calling them evil. They're not evil. They just need a good therapist. If they want to do, though, personal development, some of them don't. They're the victims of their own karma, and they even use the word, and they don't know what it means. So there you go. Leave it alone. There's no point. If you're a functional adult, you already know this if you're not then i'm telling you but hey you know again i already know how adaptive children react when they're told you know some people they're not ready to be their self because they twist their nose and they think that that's actually something that is supposed to be they don't know that the attachment system we all have one in our brain and if it's not set up in a way that has been provided secure attachment in your body, you don't feel good about being yourself. And there's this heartbreak, gut wrench, same thing. It's a shame, S-H-A-M-E. And it's a shame that they develop addictive behaviors based on a shame cycle. Inner critic, 
And that's where those people who say I have the uh, imposter syndrome thing and they're like sitting in there with the inner critic. It's a monkey brain. Outer critic, they're busy up. There's the villain of my story right over there. It's that lady who has compassion beyond a reason because because of that lady, all people think it's okay to be their self and these are all assholes and they need to be what I'm telling them to be because I know what the right thing is. There's outer critic. Then they deny the feelings from their body because they're really not even bothering to feel the sensations because they're overwhelming. They drink, they go fuck, they go have drugs, they go and eat. They self-soothe. It's called self-soothing. This is where an insecure attachment style is not a fun joyride. No, it's called dysregulated, modulated, embodied experiences. It's not the optimized version of the person. And you know what? The therapists have to negotiate with these people to keep them in therapy. Because when you look at the movies, they make it seem like it's normal to have a lifestyle that is full of compulsive behavior. Let's not talk about extreme people because the extremists, they don't know the wisdom. No, the wisdom as presented to my lovely workshop, the lady who does a 12-step program, she's an Ayurveda practitioner, she's also a somatic experiencing practitioner, and as she says, the lady who asks her about coffee, it's not the coffee, your relationship to the substance. So when you're out of Maya land, you recognize my relationship, my name's Maria, my relationship to you, my emotional and mental relationship, not you. You have nothing to do with what's happening inside my body except for you do have a nervous system. So I might have to recalibrate if you're hyperactive because that's where we do vibe together. That's our mammalian heritage. It's not something that we actually opt out of. We get physical mastery. And this is for my enlightenment, 5D mystics. That's what we're getting to as we've been talking this nice year learn. And you're connecting more and more to this field of consciousness, Akash. Okay, so... Direct communication. Easy peasy, can we talk? Of course we can. That's what people do when they want to be in each other's lives and not thinking that anything is set in stone. No, nothing's set in stone. We give each other inputs in time. T-I-M-E is the only way you'll know. If somebody in time chooses silence, they don't want to have you in their life, period. It's going to be as clear as day. There is nothing unclear and there is nothing set in stone because they're part of your oversoul which is where the 4D people have a very fascinating thing going on with their little sagas. And we're not going to get into that one because I don't uh, channel or share for 4D people. I share for the people who are going to be their own Zen masters. And so that means they know clarity and they know relationships are bonus in our life. When you have what is called an attachment system that is secure, you know how to be your own safe haven and secure base, which is why you don't live Maya land. And when people are projecting and sharing their transference, you're like, mm, this is bullshit, but let me see what can I do about it. Oh, yes, silence. That's right. The Buddhist psychologists, they always talk about the right silence. As a teenager, I learned it really well. I've explained it to my lovely friend, one of my friends, and now I have an even better way to explain it to them in the future when we have beautiful conversations because they consistently have seen my compassion beyond a reason and also in a way of thinking that it was malicious at some point but realizing that it was not and it is not, that it is that of a person who's the Zen master of one's own story. It's called being a functional adult. So we're compassionate because we don't have assumption while somebody is in their insecure attachment style, safety behavior, trauma response to their unresolved trauma. We know there's hurt in that body. So we're not going to create more hurt. Why would we do that? 
that's unnecessary. There's no physical weapon in front of us. So the people with integrated minds, this is who I talk to most of the time or who is going to be tuning in because they're going to understand what I just explained. And they're going to be like, hmm, I think I know what the lady's talking about and I'm curious for more because I like to think of this type of relationship, but that's because they also have a sensation of their emotional plane and they're not disregarding it. So this is why the mouth speaks the words sound but the body of the person is like i am following along and here's why when people are confident about what they do and they're doing it to support people and in this case i inspire human potential not limited inspiring human potential it's for people who are already motivated the hand-holding people i'm not even going to go there I handhold, no, we walk side by side because I'm a human and you're a human. And if you don't know how to work with your emotional mental plane, then you're choosing not to be a human. You're choosing to disengage from your human experience, which is why you're going to be in Maya land until you realize that the body of you is an embodied brain, a brain with a nervous system. So yoga, a portfolio of ventral vagal nervous system toning exercises. Mindfulness gets you to work with your cortex. Learn some neuroscience, shall you? And don't talk about yourself like a machine. I've seen people. It's really interesting how much they're robotic-like. <laughs> and there's no human behind a robot, man. I mean, if I want a robot person, I'll go get a real robot, not a robot person. Um, so the person who looks like a robot, Maya Land again. The middle ground is the adult ground because we know how to handle our body and it stays in this heaven and ventral vagal and it's rich so when we get into charges uh, it's amazing when you have the ability to get into a passionate i haven't had that actual ability yet because i don't have enough intellectually and emotionally mature people yet but i look forward to that day where i can get into some type of just passionate discourse because see, here's where when you have direct communication in this way of being a mystic, a functional adult, somebody grounded, and then this, like the lion of the Lion King with honor and just, but just more, even more, because the, the part about substance, this is what people can't know until they're in their restorative embodied self. So I needed to add this one as well. Restorative embodied self is very important. And when you will realize it, it's just... Um, it's an emotion that it's unforgettable. And really, like Sadhguru says, but in this case, I don't want to switch my body with Sadhguru. I like my body and my brain, for example. And he loves his, and that's great. And anybody who achieves their own enlightenment soul age group, mystic or not, because actually there are some who only do it from the scientific perspective, but neuroscience and the psychoeducators, they all actually have access to this plane. So... Daniel Siegel, I need to finish my interpersonal neurobiology course, but he has this um, wheel that we get to put into practice as we put mind sight into practice. And this is an aspect that a person who is able to talk with the functional adult direct communication will know about. Long story short, nothing set in stone because anything is always going to involve people. And that's also why we want to create people who are present and who believe in humanity. We who, the 5D educators, the people who have hope, the people who are looking to the future with bright eyes. Because the energy of those who have co-creative 
ideas. It's only because we're not thinking with the past. We have a blank brain because the past has already happened. We don't need to keep it always in the mind. And in fact, we are smart enough to know that we are not trying to build something that was from yesterday. If it didn't work yesterday, it doesn't need fixing. It isn't broken. It doesn't work, period. Or we are reinventing it. Obviously, we also know that there is a foundation. So there's, there's a foundation because you need a blueprint. That's all. But the blueprint is really just a couple of sticks. There is no need for anything... You know what's beautiful about being for consciousness in a human body, meaning like just treating it like a person with subject matters. Let me specify. So I think of subject matters. There's so many out there. Existentialism, sociology, economics. Uh, there's the ones for the geology, ecosystem, and I don't even know half of them, right? Physics, all these different subject matters these are amazing. I mean, again, spirituality, it's the ancients who help you and it's for people who need that. It's for the people who are needing to move into if they want, because that's the part they get into doing only the elements. And you see them out in the middle of the nowhere land, just, okay, again, I'm going to take steps back because I have a restorative embodied self. I would not want to sit in silence for eight hours singing myself to sleep or something like that. That sounds very boring. I want to be with people. I want to have conversations. I want to see what we're doing to help the ocean, like the air. I'm not going to use eight hours of 24 hours to sit somewhere and play with my breath. But some people, they need to play with their breath because they don't know how to engage in their ventral vagal system. However, as long as nobody tells them what they're doing, they are going to attribute their feeling of satori to the, I'm a spiritual process. It's like, okay. And I'm not talking about Sadhguru, for example, or any of those who are spirituality leaders for real, they are here on purpose and to support. I'm talking about the ones who get enamored with their own light and they think that they're better than others and they think that they're not a human experience and they keep on engaging with life and being a human as if they're not. The way that people separate words when they're not using the word consciousness and knowing that science explains how your brain works with it this is why 5D mystic here. As an enlightenment soul age person, we are not special. We are not supernatural. No one is. Not the shaman, not the deity, no one. It's the brain, optimized brain of a person. There are pieces missing of our evolution. We know it. No need to create a story for it. You can keep it basic and say some things we know, some things we don't. So there's a spirituality soul age group, and that's for some people. This is not the voice of a spiritual, I'm an enlightenment soul age person, not that. <laughs> I don't laugh at, I know the importance of it. Uh, what I am humored by are the people who actually think of themselves as smarter or better. And so it's more of, there are those who are not even, uh, if a guru were to encounter them, they would tell them to go to the mountain and still keep meditating some more. There's actually a story, I forget which one it is, that Sadhguru shares. And it's of one of these disciples that kept on wanting to achieve some big whatever with his master or something like that. And this person kept sending them away because this disciple kept not understanding. And um, this is the part about the spirituality subject matter 
for people who consider themselves a spirituality process when they use the word consciousness they are completely disconnecting from the fact that they're human and then they go and insult humans you are the one reason why nature is that you are they they continue to use erroneously speaking the masculine energy the left they they dismantle and say you're to blame this is where there is a limited relationship to this pure consciousness and it's because there's a subjective idea which is a personal idea and we all will have those moments of course we do because there are things that are personal however if you remember the Zen teachings of any one of the whole group of all, there's always the one thing we are one. We are one big ball of energy. Everything is part of the flow. So all-knowing, all-powerful, nothing ever out of place. If you put these words consistently together, it will mean that you know we are always in a moment of now, with yesterday being the past. And with the now being the possibility and with the tomorrow being the unknown. So to speak of this lovely human species as if they are flawed, we are flawed and imperfect because we don't know everything. We are not destructive. We evolve. In fact, our evolution is actually always recalibrating. The, the, the part of how people navigate this is where they already begin to think, but the nature and this, it. so they begin to put in the pieces of what they see that doesn't work and they begin to already create a prejudice and opinion. That's where they are no longer functional adults, clearly aware of being present. They're not present. They're making assumptions. So they're not in the now. When you see that you're always part of nature in this state of flow, so it means oneness with the earth of our planet right now, whatever day it is that you're tuning in here, right this instant, to everything yesterday. There is going to be a loophole and loopholes. We don't fill it in with stories. We leave it alone. Leave the loopholes. We just sit in the now. You'll see what areas we want to address and what areas we need to address sooner than later, right? And, and so this is where it's a very clear slate. There is no unclear so there's a very clear slate and in equanimity people would be able to achieve the next steps some they don't like to hear this because they say it's more complicated those people did not hear the word being in the now they're not in the now they don't know how to they don't know how to because they're choosing to disengage from the word and what the explanation is because they don't like what they see so they're consistently living based on yesterday those people are set in stone so even if they leave something behind, they don't really leave anything behind. Because really, by the way, you don't leave anything behind if you're a person who's smart, stable, mature, adaptive, rational, teachable. You're always learning in the past. You carry it right here. So humanity is part of nature. That there are things out of balance. Yes, that's because they don't know how to maintain their equanimity. And that's most people that are not Zen masters. <laughs> so let's get more Zen masters, shall we? and not the ones who flaunt their little mantles around. And I already know Sadhguru is doing the best he can. So we, the 5D mystics, the 5D educators, continue to do the best we can as well. When you have relationships that are beautiful, nobody gets confused by the Seven of Cups. There's very much a clarity of when we're dealing with people who are functional adults and those who are not. It's always going to be, can we talk? The functional adult will say, of course we can. And that is where there's a conversation no shame, no blame, no fault, and definitely we don't do what 
others do and it's very unfortunate when others do revenge resentment and this whole other stuff which is not going to be part of our conversation we easily are able to walk right away from that because we know that behind there is a zero to seven month old who has heartbreak gut wrench and is in a state of fear that is because they were not in a safe household they unfortunately do not know that they are not defective and that they are lovable and beautiful. They do not remember the millisecond that they had this and the only way that they can potentially remember, and this is not in their mind, it's a sensation. The only way a human being can bring themselves to be in their restorative embodied self is if they have a direct communication with their heart and their mind and their body, and they understand, as Bezel van der Kolk says, to be able to sit with your sensations is what is needed, first of all, before you can maybe evaluate all of those stories, the predictions, and everything that your brain is using to translate uncomfortable heartbreak, gut wrench, and I'm disgusting feelings, and then evaluate all the other stuff that might be, and, and, and things like this. So, at the end of the day, direct communication with yourself also, if you're going to be a functional adult, is going to be, can we talk? Of course we can. And it's always in a compassionate tone. Otherwise, you can't move beyond the trauma fragments because those are the emotions that are the sensations that are in, a, in an upset. So you bring your mind to calm itself right you say okay left let's let the right know it's all good we're in this unknown space you rhythmically breathe and you have a compassionate conversation with yourself and that's where it can be in inner growth introspection it's with krishna lila though you want to dress it with curiosity what are these safety behaviors about what are these safety responses about what am i doing with these charge states that's why it's not ideal to only use the word maladaptive responses. It's maladaptive as an adult, the adaptive child, because you're projecting or they're projecting. But the functional adults know how to handle projection without shaming, blaming, faulting, or again, doing anything of saying, ah, oh, I'm going to blame you. It's, uh, okay, here's where I stand. Here's my list of whatever it is. And it's cool. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time, for everything. Because, you know, again, we will know what we will know. Nobody is flawed or broken in that sense that they need fixing. No. When there's a charge state, it's a charge state. It's called a trigger, period. So a person has an emotion, comes up, they don't know how to handle it. The grown-ups, direct communication, we know how to handle it without saying, let me bring to you nasty. No, I bring to you love, I bring to you appreciation, thank you. And, you know, now the fun part, as you'll keep tuning into all the episodes, are those ones who roar with the compassion and love of the lion and so we do know how to see what we're going to bring in our future with us and that is always the functional adult love language and more zen masters and uh, as we get to that 8-8 it'll be fun to see how many of my lovely love lions come on out uh, so tune on back for more and have a great day